we're not always going to be driving around in gear two we're not always going to be driving around in gear five if we're approaching the roundabout and you're in gear five you're probably going to want to drop down to gear three gear two slow down look to see who's coming if you just plow through the roundabout in gear five without slowing down probably going to cause an accident and the same thing can be said in life if we're not really aware of the fact that gear five gear two may be the appropriate use right now doesn't mean that you're going to be stuck in that gear forever Hello and welcome to episode 265 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier, more fulfilling life. And man, it feels good to be back. The eagle-eyed of you will notice that I've uh, been MIA for the last month or so. And this is for mainly two big reasons. I was on two coaching retreats. The first one was being hosted by my friend and coach Sachin. And the second one I was hosting myself and... It's really hard to, to keep up with the podcast and putting out content, but I was making a ton of learnings uh, over the last month or so, last four weeks particularly, and I'm really excited because I've got so many amazing learnings that I want to share with you guys. So the next few weeks of In Focus sessions are going to be fresh learnings off the back of these retreats. And on this week's In Focus session, I wanted to talk to you guys about what speed are you living your life at? And the reason that I wanted to bring this to the table today is because this is something that I've noticed for myself recently. While I was on the, the retreat that Sachin was hosting, we were having a conversation one day amongst the groups. We'd broken out into little like three-person breakout groups. And we were talking about what are we creating? And we were talking about this from a, from a business perspective because everyone on the retreat was a coach. It was a business training retreat. So we were talking about what are we creating within our business? And my group flipped the question to what limitation are you creating with your business and in your life? And this question really sparked something for me because it got me thinking like, oh, actually, what limitation am I creating in my life? And the thing that really landed for me during that conversation was that I realized what I'm doing with my business is I'm approaching everything at 100 miles an hour. I'm approaching everything like it's in gear five if I was driving a car. And if I wasn't doing anything in gear five, it felt to me that I wasn't doing anything. It felt to me like I was just in neutral. And as we know, those of you who drive or those of you who don't, there's a lot of gears in the car to move through. There's gears one right up to five, sometimes six. And each gear has its appropriate use at an appropriate time. And what I was seeing was that because I was approaching my business in gear five, Two main things were, were happening. First of all, it's not the best use of a car. If you're always driving a car in gear five, it's not going to be the best use. Something's going to give. The gearbox will go. You'll burn out the clutch. The engine might blow up. Who knows? Any, I don't know a lot about cars, but anything can happen. It can't be good for you if you're always driving in gear five, right? And the other thing that I realized was that whilst my business has been in gear five, and I've been pushing really hard and doing everything 100 miles an hour and putting a lot of energy and focus into it. What it's meant is that the other areas of my life have dropped down to being like second gear or first gear. So like my relationships, my health, um, my social time, my time for my hobbies and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it doesn't really seem like a great balance to have like most of the stuff going on in my life in gear two and then business at gear five. It doesn't really seem like that's an appropriate solution of how to do things. And it made me think like, what would be different if I was approaching everything across the board in gear three? Because really and truly, when you're driving a car, yeah, there's a use for gear five. Yeah, there's a use for gear one. 
more often than not, you're probably driving in like gear three or four, you know? You're not using gear five all the time. You're gonna use it when you're on a dual carriageway or on motorway. There's uses for it. It's an appropriate tool to have in the in the car when the time is right. Same with gear one. You're gonna need first gear when you're taking off from a traffic light. You know, when you start the car and you get moving, you need to be in gear one. If you try and do that in gear three or four, you're not gonna go anywhere. Again, you probably blow up your gearbox or something. And I see it, I'm starting to really see it as like, it's the same with life. Like approaching things and adjusting the speed at which you're doing things to the speed at which your life is at in the moment. And having that awareness has honestly changed so much to me. Like I'm really starting to see that if I'm approaching my weeks from a perspective of gear three, which might mean instead of having like 10 calls in a week, it might mean I just have five. There's still progress being made. I'm not doing it at 100 miles an hour in gear five. Therefore, I'm less likely to burn out. And over the long term, it's probably a lot better for me. You know, I'm less likely to burn out. It's going to help me be more consistent. I'm not going to have biggers ups and big downs. It's just going to be consistent across the board. And again, this isn't just about business, right? If you're listening to this episode, listen to it from the perspective of what area of my life am I maybe approaching things in gear five? And what could be different if it was maybe in gear three? And it's not to like say one's better than the other, but economically speaking, it's about using the gears where appropriate, right? And, I, and I'll give you an example of this. I was having a conversation with a client yesterday and without giving away too, too many details, my client was starting to feel quite overwhelmed with a certain situation that was going on in his life. You know, he felt that he'd got himself in a really good place of our work. He was really on top of his daily routines and his habits. And he was really cultivating, you know, good um, output in his life, right? He was coming from a place of calm and clarity and he was creating good output. And he recently signed up for a course. And this course was a lot more um, overbearing than he thought. So it's been taking up a lot of his time in the evenings. He's been having late nights, which means his routines has been out of whack. Um, and the course is only for like, I think, eight weeks in total. But he, over the course of, of, of the, the program that he signed up for, he started to feel really overwhelmed because he's been putting so much energy and time into, you know, this course and completing it and doing the tasks that are required, et cetera, et cetera, that he feels like everything else in his life has slipped. His sleeping pattern's gone you know, up and down, his, his, he's not exercising as regularly, his daily habits, he's not getting out for as much walks or exercise, he's, he's at his desk a lot of the time. And we were talking about it and I said to him, like, can you be okay with the fact that, you know, you're, you've got more energy going into this program right now than you do the other areas of your life? <laughs> and he sat there for a second and he thought about it and he said, I want to say yes, but I actually can't be because I know that all this other stuff is good for me, like my walks, my exercise, etc. And the fact that I'm not doing it, I'm getting frustrated and overwhelmed because I feel like I have to be doing this other stuff instead. And I, I was using the, the, the car analogy with him and I was like, well, it's like saying I'm on a motorway right now and I'm driving in gear five and I'm frustrated that I can't be driving in gear two. The thing is, it's not appropriate to be driving in gear two on a motorway. If you're doing 20 miles an hour on a motorway, you're probably causing some disruptions. And I'm pretty sure it's maybe illegal to drive that slow in a motorway, but don't don't count me on that. And, and I was talking to him about it and I said, what if the only thing that is causing you conflict right now is wanting something different other than what you're experiencing right now? 
Because to me, what I was seeing was he wanted to have his daily routines on point, his sleep on point, his exercise on point, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But because he was so immersed in this program, like I said, to do the tasks, to complete the work and stuff like that, he wasn't physically able to do that stuff. And the point of conflict for him was wanting a different experience other than the one that he's having. So I asked him, like, can you be okay with this program being in gear five right now and everything else being in gear two, including your work, including your sleep, including your eating habits, including your exercise? And the more we spoke about it, the more he was like, actually, yeah, I can see how what I'm doing right now for the future of me, I've invested in myself and this course for my future, for my benefit. So being in gear five right now with this program is the appropriate use of my gear five right now. And everything else, I can be okay with being in gear two. And when the course is over, then he might slip everything else into gear three, gear four, and and get back to, to the place where he would like to be as a preference. But by thinking that he was gonna be experiencing something better by having more of the um, routine on point, his sleep on point, et cetera, et cetera, that was the thing that was causing him the conflict. It wasn't actually the fact that he was doing the program. It was his thinking that was telling him, I would be feeling better. I could be doing more of that and I'm not doing enough. And when he saw that he didn't need to buy into that thinking and that actually was quite appropriate for him to be in gear five with the program right now and the course that he's doing, it made sense, you know, much like a car. You know, we're not always going to be driving around in gear two. We're not always going to be driving around in gear five. You know, sometimes when we need to slow down when we're driving, if we're approaching a roundabout, for example, and you're driving your car and you're in gear five and you're approaching a roundabout, it's probably not the best thing to be doing. You're probably going to want to drop down to gear three, gear two, slow down, look to see who's coming, check that there's time and space, move on across the roundabout. If you just plow through the roundabout in gear five without slowing down, probably going to cause an accident and the same thing can be said in life right if we're unconsciously and not really aware of the fact that gear five gear two gear three whatever it is may be the appropriate use right now and that's it doesn't mean that you're going to be stuck in that gear forever same way in a car when i when i set off and i go into first gear i'm not like oh man i have to drive the whole way in gear one now no, because I know I don't. I know that I can move into gear two, gear three, into gear four. Then I'll probably drop back down to gear three, gear two when I'm slowing down, back into gear three again and use the gears appropriately. And it's the same thing when it comes to life, you know, adjusting the speed of your life to what is appropriate for that moment in time. And what I'd like to offer you is the chance to reflect on that question, you know, what speed are you moving in in your life right now? And is it appropriate for where you're at? For me, a lot of the time in the last few months, it seemed like it's been appropriate for me to be in gear five with my business. But I've also seen how unhealthy my thinking has been around that in that if I'm not in gear five, then I'm stationary. I'm not doing anything. But it's also not true. I can be in gear three. I could even be in gear two if I wanted to. And I'd still be making progress. Same goes with exercise routines. Some weeks, for example, the last two, three, four weeks where I've been on retreats in the country, out of the country, my gym routine hasn't been in, you know, gear four where I like it to be. And I'm going gym consistently three, four times a week. 
I've been going maybe once, twice a week. Can I be okay with that? Can I be okay with the fact that my gym routines right now have been in gear one? Yeah, I can. Because I know that I've been spending my time and investing my time in different areas, like being on the retreats, like traveling, etc., etc. Which means the price I pay for that is that my personal development is in gear five because I'm on retreats, which can be quite intense. But it means that my physical health in terms of how much I like to exercise and my regular routine is more likely to be in gear two or gear one. And I can be okay with that because I know that I'm adjusting my pace of life where appropriate in different scenarios. So I'd love to hear from you. You know, I record these episodes not just so I can sit here and talk into the camera and share the stuff that I'm learning. I record these episodes because I want to open a conversation with you. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to know what have you got from this episode? And secondly, I'd love to know what gear do you think that you're in in your life right now? And just to, to message me and get in contact, all you have to do is hit me up on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. Drop me a DM and I'll answer those two questions. You know, what have you learned from this episode? What's been your biggest learning, biggest takeaway? And secondly, what gear do you think you're in in your life right now? And if you know someone who you think would benefit from listening to this episode, then be sure to send it to them. Send them the screenshot, a link, whatever's appropriate, and let them know that it could be an episode that's uh, beneficial for them to listen to. I record these episodes because I want to make a positive change in the world. And you can play a part in that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. So I want to thank Michaela Atsu for editing and producing this episode. And as always, I want to thank Hobgoblin for providing the music. And I also want to shout out you for spending time with me today. And I'll look forward to seeing you for the next episode.